Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Dear. Dear. What are you, you hating? Hate you hate me today. What are you talking about right now? I was asking him what's better, Hershey's. Oh, or I thought you were just making a statement. No, like, he's thinking aloud. You're asking an American. <laughs> <laughs> we got the bombs. I get it. Hershey all the way. No, Cadbury all the way. There's no doubt about it. Okay, that's you. He's a lefty. Ah. <laughs> so of course he's going to agree with your Canadian socialism. So, uh, Trump got the nomination, I guess, huh? No. Not officially. Well, but he's he's he's. It's looking like that. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's looking a lot like that. Way up there. Yeah. Don't Iran, work. you're fired. Beep. You mean Drumpf? Drumpf got Drumpf, the nomination. Drumpf yeah. got the nomination. Thank you. Good for Drumpf. I did download that. There's uh, still a chance of a brokered convention. But mm-hmm. that's the only chance. There's still a chance of a brokered convention. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Who cares anymore? It'll Who <laughs> gives a Terrible for the country of a great for comedy. I kind of do. I got to Although I, I will say that I am watching more politics TV than I have in years. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. I have just avoided it all. I literally slept all day yesterday. Good. Keeps you out of trouble. Yeah, it did keep me out of trouble. It, it made me heal a little bit because his allergies are killing me. Yeah. <laughs> this door open. Killing they me. Soft. Kind of yeah, like it's a... not going to be any do me any favors, but it's hot as balls in this, this house. Always so. is. Always hot in the house. Shirt. I really like that shirt, Kirsten. Thank you, man. I know. Hot nice. in the Jealous. condo. It in the dark, but hot still. in the condo <laughs> nice. tonight. So what prompted you bringing <laughs> over every bit that? of junk food I brought food it back world? around from last week. You did? What, what? What prompted you bringing over every bit of junk food in the world, Ryu? I didn't bring every bit. I got left one or two things. <laughs> you bought a box of full-size that's, candy that's bars. That's called generosity. And, and I've been buying a box of candy bars every week. He loves you, Andy. He loves you. Bringing you guys some candy and I shit. I see. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 326. I am Master Torgo. My dick is on fire. The 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact-checked Andy. Nobody cares about my opinion, Matt. <laughs> We're here to talk Weekend Geek, well, I feel except bad about for him. Now. Except for Matt. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen. This super Tuesday. Oh, it is. Super, super, super. It depends on your definition of super, I guess. Yeah. But... But hey, you know, while while Rome burns, uh, we can enjoy ourselves. So, uh, what'd you do this week, gentlemen? What do you want to talk about? I went to the uh, Star Wars party at the Millennium Fandom Bar. Ah, yes. It was a little lower key than I wanted it to be, but it was cool. How many people? Um, Three? maybe 25, 30. Oh, but that's only... that's more than when you say low key. I'm expecting six. Well, yeah, the steampunk yeah. went out like seventy or eighty, and everyone was in costume. This thing had four or five people in costume, and I was one of them. <laughs> Did you go as Bob Mall? I went as Bob Mall. Yep, I love it. Face Bob Mall, no relation. Face, face paint and everything. Chipping, and receiving. Oh yeah, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Bob Mall. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I discovered uh, <laughs> the which painter. Is a, a question I wanted to ask you about. Uh, actually, all you aliens, um, I found the the face makeup really, really hot. What the hell did you guys do? When, when do Sweated. I, okay. Right. <laughs> Sweated. <laughs> Well, that's well. That's just when we like got breaks. Me, I was Starfleet. Yeah, I mean, you got breaks. <laughs> it takes some getting used to. But there's all kinds of application tricks, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, we wore our rubber heads, and we had um, sanitary pads 
underneath there to catch the sweat. Really? Yeah, that was one of the secrets. Okay, so they were self-adhesive, so they would stick to the inside of the... Yeah. Uh, the yeah, so every time I had my Klingon head on, just below that was a Kotex lady napkin getting ready to uh, <laughs> yeah. do the job. Uh, we will have to put that up. Yeah, Andy, yes, I, that I, has to go I up. need you to send that picture to All comments right. at uglycouchshow.com right. immediately so I can use it for this show. <laughs> God. That is the Jesus. most the horrendous <laughs> Darth Maul or Bob Maul. That is Bob Maul straight out of Compton. I would suggest, oh boy, that you do that exact same thing, mm. but you get a dread wig mm-hmm. and you go with Bob, Bob Molly. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> No, that, I actually didn't think take a, take a picture at the end of the night. So that's after a day of a night of sweating in it. So wow, it looks like a, after a night of sweating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Oh boy. Dude, so we, how many how many blowjobs did you get with yeah, that? Really, oh, four or five. Nice, right. nice. nicely done. Right. Two from girls. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. R2 BJ's. Oh my god. R2 BJ's. OBBJ <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> Man. So so, what happened there aside from people in costume? Uh, the movies were up and uh, people were in costume. There was a couple uh, epic lightsaber battles that happened and that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's just people hang out and talk at Star Wars and just stuff. Hanging Star Wars. Yeah. I just see like a bunch Drinking. of people just LARPing in the bar. Like a bunch of nerds. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. It's, it's People cool. driving by, what the fuck Trying is going on it, in there? You say that like it's a negative. Now, we, we call it a cantina in uh, Star Speak. Yes. Was there a band doing that? Please tell me there was a band. No, there was a DJ who had that playing at one point. You should look up. It's mediocre at best, but it's interesting. Okay. There's this track of Star Wars remixes called Headspace. Okay. Just came out. It's a bunch of EDM DJs doing remixes of Star Wars stuff. Some of it's some of it's eh, but it's mostly bleh. <laughs> wow, I'm really stirring. excited, Paul. You got me going. Well, there's one track on there that you're like, oh, this could be great if someone who knew what the fuck was going on was behind it. Mm-hmm. It's really close, but it starts off with the uh, with the uh, Death Star warning klaxons. Really cool. Hmm. Okay, and then uh, and then it goes into the canteen. It's called the track's called Cantina Boys, and uh, it uh, it does a really interesting kind of off key version of that tune. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's like a minor key almost version of that tune mm-hmm. remixed in. Which I can kind of dig, and it just yeah, but it just never goes to that next place. And it's like, were you oh. the one posting the uh, major key versions of various Star Wars? Things? I did that. You did it's, that. Okay, so you're saying it's a hand job that just goes on too long. Yep. Uh, yep. Wow. Yep. And it's a sad long and calloused handy J. <laughs> it starts out exciting, <laughs> but after a while. <laughs> what Andy's talking about that somebody did the Imperial March okay. in a major key. Oh, that. And it's really funny because it actually it's is jolly. like this jaunty tune. <laughs> it's actually friggin' hilarious. Nice. What else you do, gentlemen? Absolutely nothing. Wow. But that's what I expect from you now. Yeah. I expect you have done See, nothing. That's why we're apathetic about you, Matt. Yeah. All I do is work, S- go S- home. Going back to sad and dangly Matt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> work, go home, argue with people for a living. Awesome. Mm. Thanks for joining Geek Shock. I, we're here to lift your spirits. Yeah, I, watched, right? um, I watched Galaxy Quest with Frankie, who didn't remember ah. seeing it. So it still holds up. It's still solid. <laughs> Terrific. Um, movie. I you know I hadn't seen it in a while and uh, it takes place 18 years after the TV show went off the air 
And I looked it up on IMDb, and it is a 1999 movie, so it's been 17 oh. years. And now, yeah. of course, they are working on the TV show adaptation of it. Right. What are they going to do about it? Have they said what they're going to do? Because I don't, of the, I don't think they've made a pilot yet. That came out 17 years ago? Yeah. Yep. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> God wow. Damn it. Paul yeah. just aged in front of us, folks. Wow. It really did feel Liver that spots long. are bursting on his hands. Oh, that's, it's, you're not far from it. Holy shit. Yeah. I remember we went Balls to the big floor. gang yeah. from Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody at Star Trek was talking mm, about it. Mm-hmm. It was great. I think I was working retail at that point. Wow. So you like, just started wow. back in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you wow. returned. Wow. Or I or I hadn't no I hadn't left yet. Yeah, I was gonna say ninety nine. You hadn't left yet. I hadn't yeah. left yet. Mm. Oh boy, we were Fucking all still at Trek. Right. I wasn't there yet. I wasn't even in town. Going through stuff. To, I'm going through my room at the tons of shit at the house, Paul. I came across a photocopy of our lease agreement for the High View apartment. Mm, classic. And wow. tons we, we of kept that. It, it, it that was just like in papers where right. it's like you know no, you rapid, toss the yeah hurry up toss these in the box exactly exactly and I'm just like holy crap and I'm just Montanique Bay is that where you guys were tons or? of mm, I can't remember what the place is uh, called. yeah yeah that's pretty funny. yep it um yeah I also can't remember those Christmas lights the little TVs with yes. Star Trek pic- I remember those I. <laughs> Those. You have those? That's great. I pulled that out of the box. I'm like, oh, holy crap. Yeah, it, 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 you it, should put those up. At dinner, those he was saying cool. he'd gotten into the uh, Paul Strata. He found all the all the uh, Star Wars figures he bought when he was living with you because he was infected I by your madness. so many. I do infect people. If you get within my Jesus. radius, <laughs> you'll true. find yourself buying a lot of shit. I've got the white. Toys. The yeah. white C-3PO from Empire. You know, the one that gets damaged. Mm-hmm. And it, I've got that. I've got the Death Star droid i've got oh i was just like holy crap wait the little one that runs around runs around no, away not the mouse droid it's a black r2 no longer yeah it. the black r2 oh, okay. not really r2 because the head's different but black droids it, matter that's right <laughs> and you know if you're already a collector and you spend any time around paul you become even more of a collector yeah. so it's 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 amazing it's i don't have he-man figures disease. yeah no kidding it really is yeah I dug up the spawn, re- the Mandarin spawn, and the mm-hmm. repaint. I got to put those on display. I forgot. How those are beautiful, gorgeous. They are. They are lovely. I would encourage you, Kirsten, <laughs> to jump on uh, Amazon if that is your place of choice. You can find them at very reasonable prices now, like fifteen bucks, twenty tops. They're really. Yeah, go buy some figures, Kirsten. No, well, no, seriously, those more man, I, I was, figures. I was looking at old mm-hmm. Spawn figures just to get a range of. I mean, not not many of them have held up value. A few that I have have, but not many. But the Mandarin Spawns in particular, I was like, those are quite reasonably priced. So that was a hell of a bubble while it lasted. Those old oh, McFarlane figures. That was crazy times. Crazy times. That was that was the Ty Beanie Babies. I mean, the I was market. so sick with it. I kept up with that shit even during my move. Out to L.A. and everything, I kept going online to get my fucking figures, and I've got all those crazy McFarlane Spawn cover art ones that came out at that time. And the Dark Ages, I've got tons of Spawn Dark oh, Ages. Those figs. were really cool. And those figures too. That, that was some really cool stuff. It, that it's almost like its own fucking world, yep. its own fantasy world. It's actually really cool stuff. If you want to get lost, Kirsten, if you want to, if you if you're looking for something to really take all your fucking money. <laughs> You, you, you in particular, 
<laughs> oh shit! The the four horsemen who did all those sculpts yeah, yeah, yeah. that you love. They have their site store horsemen. Go on right now and look up store horsemen. And they have this new line they're calling Mythic Legions. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Or no, not Mythic Legions. I think maybe it is Mythic Legions. Uh, that might be their older one. But they got a new one. Anyway, this new line, it is straight up toys to play Dungeons and Dragons with. Oh, jeez. And oh. they are outrageous. You Mythic are, Legions. That's it. You are but, just evil, man. You just cost oh. him all of the extra money he gets forever. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> Next like week, well, whoa! I'm th- the, wow. I've lost the they got this four pack. Ball, they got this four <laughs> pack with these giant trolls for sale right yeah. now for like three hundred bucks. I guarantee you that's just gonna be going for eight in no time. Double trouble, yeah, for a hundred ninety. Yeah, they yeah didn't use to get the, both the trolls. Good God, dude! I mean, how big are the trolls? Bonk, big yeah. trolls. Like, you guys are going up against giants. Yeah, they're fucking huge, and they've got these. Really cool skeleton warriors oh, and shit. You're gonna cost me money. <laughs> oh, oh boy, you, you'll lose your fucking tits. Egalis. Yeah, this is the 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 American the bald the American eagle, eagle man wrapped yeah. in a flag. Yeah, He's is he cool. even on sale? Thirty five bucks. Oh wow. Oh, uh, pre orders sold out. I was gonna say. Fuck. I was gonna say every. I was gonna say don't don't get your hopes up too high. Almost everything on their side is sold out. Yes, it's all sold out. Yes, everything sells out so Thanks, fucking Paul. fast. Thanks, Paul. This is hey, great. I'm giving you a heads up so you start getting more ahead of it. Store it's horsemen, hard, huh? store horsemen, dude. But the four horsemen sell and they sell their shit and they sell out all the time. They give a fuck about their Mattel stuff. They love it, but. They sell great stuff. It's anyway, great sculpts. You got to go and look at their, yeah, some of their product this year is just gorgeous. Well, one of the reasons I want to get my D&D game rolling again is I've got a, a horde of McFarlane dragons that I'm oh, just yeah. waiting to let loose. Them out. Remind the, me not to play in your next D&D yeah, game. Yeah, no, you want that. You want that. Oh, yes, you do. I remember those, too. Those were some nice you sculpts, want it, some You cool want ones. it. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> Grab the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. It's Ooh, way for I was going to say, there it goes. It's just, I was about to go, and it <laughs> went. Jesus Christ. Drop that the was mic like, much. That was like the most accidental mic drop <laughs> ever. The slowest, <laughs> dumbest mic drop ever. <laughs> I'm having a Reese's Pieces cup, says Mike says drop. Mic drop. Mic drop, Matt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Bam. There it is. Is this the beginning of the contest to rename Matt every six no, months? No. Shut up. Not happening. <laughs> Isn't it like every six episodes? Yeah. You know what's funny? Is his wife minutes. actually suggested that no, she like, didn't. for, for the show. No, no, she suggested no, that we no. have a contest every six months to rename Matt. <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> we told idea. you that in confidence in Mr. Chow, you son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was not wow. given any instructions that that was in confidence. In oh. fact, shock uh, alert. Any secret spilled at Mr. Chow will be spilled on. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. In fact, she was quite adamant about it appearing on the show. So. Oh. So, Paulette, well, there, it, well, I have fulfilled my, my, my end of the bargain. Well, the gain's a listener. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, yeah. Or, or even retains a listener. <laughs> <laughs> I vote we call him Bonzo now. Wow. Oh. You need to shut your ignorant wow. face. <laughs> 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 you need to shut your ignorant face. My God. <laughs> I was so angry. You were very angry. You scared me. That was like you the most me. un-Paul-like Paul moment. It was like, it was just so out of character. I was so angry. <laughs> I've never been so angry. No, you don't like that. him I when he's been, angry. I have been that angry, but that was... Holy shit. I'm looking past you, and there's a figure of the Hulk. Oh, reminiscent. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> it's subliminal. It's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I did the great experiment with The oh. Expanse. Oh. Right. I read oh, yeah, yeah, Leviathan yeah. Wakes at the same time that I was watching The Expanse on Sci-Fi Channel, and it was beautiful. It, the, the synergy of the two was great. I was just a little bit ahead of the book, and some things worked together. Some things were different, but not so different that it was, wasn't exciting still. So I thought I'd try the same experiment with The Magicians, you know, sci-fi based on a book. So reading The Magicians and watching The Magicians, not the same experience. No. no. Nowhere near. That, what? Those, that book versus the show is so different. And not that it's bad. But the Magicians show is pretty good. Uh, the Magi- Magicians book is good in places. Oh, it's, okay. It's so backwards. The, then. It's kind of rambling. The oh. book, in my opinion, it, and the lead character very Holden Caulfield esque, to where it's oh. not a character that you like, but he's still interesting enough to keep reading. All those illusionists are phonies. I would say that the character <laughs> on the show is a better character <laughs> you to like. <laughs> that's that's kind of unusual because usually it's get you get the exact opposite. Like the character will be really involved in the book sure. that you really get drawn no, don't, in don't to get it. me wrong the and characters then, in the book are well drawn uh-huh. they're just overall not likable people oh, and I that's see. part of the point that's part of what the book is trying to say I got you. I'm 80% through the book and I'm still wondering what the plot is <laughs> wow um, it's watching these characters ramble through their lives thinking that magic can fix it Cause he's a rambling man, like a Dresden. Don't or give your heart. You know, I haven't read the Dresden books. Rambling man. But they, that, that seems to have more plot. Uh, I would assume. You know, with the, all the odd characters, I'm surprised Paul doesn't have a magician character. He well, he has a demonologist, right? Yes, but that's not a magician. Yeah. It's true. What's his demon? De- uh, Speaking of which, that, when we get to that segment, I actually uh, have some actors in mind Basil for. <laughs> no, it's right here. Oh, wait, 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 oh, we're oh, we're oh, going to get that. We're going to get to that. Yeah, later on. That's uh, later. Okay, that's later. Oh, oh, oh. Now here's the yeah, thing. I actually talk, recommend both pieces of media. The Magicians is a good show. Uh, the book is a good book, but know what you're getting into. Guess what? I've started watching as my fall asleep stuff. Oh boy, Stargate. Really? Wait, what? What? They got SG One on the Hulu's oh, that's now. Right. Whoa! Yeah. So uh, I started watching it and falling asleep to it. Oh my goodness! Wow. Oh my goodness! Is Have right. You never seen <laughs> it is it working? Like, you getting to sleep? Uh, I had to skip go. an episode. Which one? You had uh, to skip an episode. Mm, so I started the episode, and it's this old guy with the uh, head goober, no. <laughs> and, the, and the other guy comes out, and he's like, "Hey, you're my old guy friend." And like, "Yeah, yeah." Teal'c. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. let's fight. And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. And he's like, I'm 138 years old. And I'm like, fascinating. Great. <laughs> and then and I'm like, oh, this is. Uh. Brace and yourself. This, that's a recurring character. Right. And then here comes a dumb, dumb fight. And I'm like, okay. And I skip ahead. As, where I, like, just, I just skipped ahead. Yeah. It started Master another Prey, fight. Yeah. Almost like the same fight. And then he made another joke about being old. And I'm like, great. I saw that episode. There's. <laughs> The show is really good. It's okay, funny, the Paul, the way you're telling this, it's a lot like the way Andy tells a story. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you somehow manage to enough. communicate more information. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I, hey, Paul, I don't have eight good pounds story. of rubble in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not stroking out. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's fine. There was there one or two that I enjoyed. There were one before that was okay, where they got lost in this cave, and they the this machine was busted, and they had to get the battery for the machine, <laughs> and then uh, 
But then the one guy. But then I got to be at the pitch meeting for that episode. <laughs> They're lost in a cave and uh, the machine is busted. He, yeah, he's really with that. not doing. Then I'm episode I'm, justice. Oh, oh, the pitch I beg to differ. No, no, wait, wait. The pitch for that is the sets are so easy. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. There's this other one where I don't know if it's the same one. It felt like the same episode. Probably another episode where there's this. Uh, this, uh, you are not giving that show enough credit. That shows alligator man monster shows. who lived in a hole, and they were like, "Let's shoot the alligator man monster." And he's like, "Man, bullets don't." Was that shit one of the first? Uh, what were the what was it? The, yes, fir- the, the first, first race. Yeah, yeah first race. the first yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "Oh," and then Tilk's like, "Yeah, he's dead. Maybe, kind of, probably not. He's not dead. He's still alive." <laughs> and and, and uh, you know, MacGyver's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Uh." He's fine. He's dead. No, he's not dead. Okay, is he really dead? Yeah, he's fine. And he screams like, "Oh, he's not dead!" And he's like, oh, and he comes in, and they're like, "Oh, this place here is a, a warp trap. Throw him in that." And they throw him in the warp trap, and uh, and like, "Oh yeah, of course he's gonna throw him in the warp trap." And he did it. And it's a place where they kill their worm baby bellies, and uh, but they got the other guy, and the first one finally died. And it's like, all right, he can't regenerate. And I think somebody shot him in the head. Maybe I'm getting out confused, too. Has anybody ever watched <laughs> Drunken History on Comedy Central? <laughs> this reminds me so much. No, no, no. To me, it's like all I need to do is turn up your voice to a higher pitch, and I've got Jelly Biglins watches the first ten. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. All right. Sleepy Paul watches Stargate SG-1. <laughs> it's one of my all-time Because it, it, it makes me wonder so. how much of his oh. dreamscape rolls into it, because if he's falling asleep, what you hear is typically influencing your dream mode so i'm wondering how much of it is actually the episode had, and how much of it is paul's of eating, imagination of eating chocolate right before i went to bed again and well there's nightmares. that too you remember any nightmare oh just show nightmares oh those are terrible yeah i've been having crazy Wait, show nightmares. was it that nightmare where you show up in the show in a revealing costume <laughs> no see that's the thing like there's so much stuff about no i couldn't get my i couldn't put my clothes back on quick enough like they were strewn everywhere. Ah. Like, oh, my tie's way over here. Oh, my jacket's way over here. Don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, well, I have so much news to get through. We're actually going to put emails at the end of the show if there's time. If we don't get time to it, don't worry. If you send us an email, we will read it. Probably won't be on this show. A few things I do want to hit, though, before we begin the show proper. Alyssa Milano. Uh, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We received from Colonel John our very own blockheads. These were sent to the ice cream oh, social. Shut the front door. He made nice. us blockheads too. And these are our paper craft oh, versions of ourselves. They're so fucking cool. Which are beautiful. Thank you so much. They really are very good. Colonel John, they're amazing. Even Andy's has a tattoo of Ludmilla's Lud- name on his oh, leg. Nice. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, I got a these will be lad shirt. That's dope. These will be built and displayed on the Ugly Couch Show sets. That's I'm going to be I'm doing just, that this week. I'm just amazed at the obscurity of the things on the t-shirts that we're They're all really wearing. They're really impressive. Jeff like, is wearing Manimal. Yes. Uh, uh, I, Paul just talked about his shirt being Matter Eater Lad, which, which is, is a really obscure character that hardly anybody remembers. But it's super perfect. I remember Matter Eater Lad. Not only do I remember Matter Eater Lad. But that's also a Guided by Voices song. Ah, that's right. Oh, okay. That, that, I didn't that, know that. Now, there's only one person that didn't get one. Yeah. And that's, that, that's going to be Maple Leaf Matt. That's but fine. the reason being he didn't have any pictures. Because he has no web presence at all. We're, so, we're rectifying that. So, so we are going to fix that. 
so that you can get your blockhead. Yes. All right. I've, I've seen them, so these are yours to, to browse. those bad there, boys Andy. up. Those uh, are awesome. Also, this week, Saad Penn sent me a very beautiful, generous gift and a beautiful letter to go with it. I'm not going to go through the whole letter, but there is one paragraph that I want to share. Okay. Because it's fantastic. Say, so, if I'm being honest, I do owe you guys a fair bit of credit for something. Oh. I'll keep this brief and let you extrapolate the gaps with your imagination. I just turned 40. My wife turns 30 later this year. Not only do I have a 10-year lead on her as far as pop culture and whatnot, but she also hails from a rather repressive, conservative, and sheltered familial upbringing. It might as well be a 20-year lead, you know. Uh, Anyhow, point is, she and I used to listen to Penn Sunday School. We followed Matt over to Ice Cream Social, and then we found Geek Shock via Paul hyping it on ICS. However, I was not aware of this, I thought I was the only one listening to Geek Shock. Unbeknownst to me, Steph, that's my better seven-eighths, was listening and still is to Geek Shock during her work commute. That sincerity and passion totally hooked her. So at the time, I was motivated to rediscover some interests and passions I hadn't dealt with since my teens and early 20s. She was becoming interested in them for the first time. In the past year, she's gotten pretty hardcore into so many things I never would have even thought she might be remotely interested in. We've marathoned through Star Trek, the original series, and The Next Generation together. Mm. Her first exposure to anything Star Trek. Wow. She started watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Daredevil, and Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to lose her shit watching Ash versus the Evil Dead. <laughs> it just blew her mind in so many ways. She's convinced it's the best TV show ever. I keep hearing great things. Which the we pilot all, was amazing. Which we all know MASH is number one, <laughs> and the BSG reboot is number two, but Ash versus the Evil Dead is certainly three. She's close. She started to collect comics and Funko figures. She goes wide-eyed ape shit when we go to the local hobby store. So yeah, if I'm being truthful here, you guys inspired both of us individually, but more than that, you are directly responsible for being the catalyst that has brought us closer together with a fuck ton of unknown shared interests and made us even better than we already were, which was pretty damn tight to begin with. Wow. Yeah, that's let's see Penn Sunday School do that. <laughs> Different show. <laughs> well, by proxy. Yeah. Yeah. He got us there. So That's wonderful. So, Sod Penn, thank you so much. This whole letter Thanks, is beautiful. Man. Your gift is wonderful. And so I just wanted to thank you on the show as well. The parking is ample. <laughs> <laughs> and you look like you're having a shit in that photo, Master Torga. <laughs> Somebody mentioned on the. Uh, uh, I th- I th- that is because that is the s- that is filmed from the scene of the movie Wins a Lot, ah, where yeah. the arrow was shot into my ass. <laughs> the crossbow it, was shot into my. Ass. So it's kind of like a shit, but going yeah. the other way. Yeah, it's the opposite shit. You know, it's funny, Matt. You mentioned the parking. Uh, somebody on Shock Monkey's lair uh, right. defend, defended me uh, about that the parking See? bit, saying that I talked for less than a minute about the parking thing. And it has stretched out into years of <laughs> like four feel, years. It didn't now. feel like a minute. That's <laughs> that's what it comes down to. Now to play devil's advocate, a, a minute about parking is a long. <laughs> no, time. less than a minute. That's what uh, I'm saying. Less than a minute. Fifty nine seconds of parking is a long time. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Somebody actually defended me. So thank you again. It happens so infrequently. Thank you. Well, and, that, and that's okay because John Kasich got some votes too. So. In, in your defense, people in town are freaking out over the fact that the MJM is going to charge for parking. So you know, parking's an issue that's near, near and dear to our yeah, hearts. Yeah, this this is your year, Jeff. Stop. This is your year. 
That's all uh, I hear when I talk to Now, we do owe a little something from last week before we go forward. Croak the DJ put forward that this hypothetical TV show of Geek Shock, including all of the characters that Paul has done, who would we want to see portray us if we're not portraying ourselves, which is an option, and maybe some of the characters that Paul has done. I want to hear your casting decisions. I made a list. So whoever wants to go first. It's a short list. list. It's a very short list. I'll go first. Who I want to play myself would be Kiefer Sutherland. But in like a Jack Bauer esque type. Whoa, a Canadian playing a Canadian. But I get that people are like, "Oh, you know who you look like." I'm like, "Let me guess, Kiefer Sutherland." Like, yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I see it, what? I see it. Kiefer Sutherland's a good choice. Yeah, why, why not choose the badass Kiefer? Yeah, exactly. Oh, see, for Matt, I was gonna go with uh, Kevin James. <laughs> Ow. Damn, I was gonna go. No. With, I was gonna go with Flatliners why, Keith or something. Why would you oh. do that to him, Kevin James? Kevin James. Really? I know he's a nice Ugh. guy, but. <laughs> Well, it's just not a very good Commander actor. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Commander K, who's playing you? Oh, come on. It's you. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, of course, Neil Patrick Harris. Considering that 20 years ago, I used to always get, you know, you look like Doogie Howser. Oh, did you? Yes. <laughs> when did that stop? <laughs> and he's he's an amazing actor, when too, I, so when good I, choice. When my neck thickened and when he <laughs> actually broke out a rent, ah. and then, then for some reason it stopped. So while he was the the dorky, smart, medical doctor kid, everybody pegged me. And then as soon as he got some Broadway cred, there's no association whatsoever. Yeah, and you've had had enough pegging in your life. Who pegged you? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) He's been pegged a few times. Marina Baccarin. Who's you? Paul Giamatti. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. I like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, what you got? Uh, I, for me, I picked Edward Norton. Wow. I really like that decision. I really, really do. It's funny because I was like going through IDMDB, just looking at different actors, and I'm like, you know, who plays a really good kind of geeky person that has the kind of same insecurities that I do? Edward Norton. (laughs) I'm like, okay. And that's, Especially in American that's, History yeah. X. That nails yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, Kurt exactly. Kurt yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, that's who I came up with. Paul? Mm. Nathan Lane. Oh. That's not not, okay. uh, not uh, Adam Sandler? <laughs> no. I don't think we need that. Nobody needs that. Stop staring at me, Swan. You, you yourself pointed out how uh, in, uh, was it Punch Drunk Love? And the cover of the, the yeah, I look like in the Adam poster. Sandler. I have an Adam Sandler esque thing going on in certain Whoa. angles. Oh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> oh. Definitely not from the now. Now, are we still? Are we going to go into the no, characters? No, I'm not. First, I'm gonna give characters? you mine. Okay, and then we'll go to characters. Yeah, okay, I, I chose uh, Gabriel Jarrett. Uh, he's the guy that played the lead in Real Genius, opposite Val Kilmer yeah. as his roommate. Oh, wow, <laughs> the guy that played, no. the guy that played Mitch Taylor. Yeah, yes. but, but wow. what you don't realize is he's still around. Yeah. He was in Apollo thirteen. Yeah, he's, he's been in several around. other movies. He's, mm. I think he was in the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, wow. I think so. The new one. Uh, so yeah, I think he's gonna nail it. All right, that that's mine. I like it. Uh, now I don't want to cover every goddamn character. He's I only wrote to be the whole show. So. Who are we casting as Paul's characters? Well, I I, I just jotted down a few. Okay. So I'm just going to go with uh, Nicoderm Stop Smokeski. Okay. I said Gary Oldman because he does a really good Russian accent. I like it. And Mm -hmm. could do the cigarette smoking thing. Uh, I thought 
Blair Rakeskin, rogue demonologist. Tim Curry would be a perfect choice. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, I kind of nailed that one. Uh, I was I was stuck with Bill Reed, <laughs> oxygen-deprived astronaut. I suggested John so, Goodman at dinner. Okay. So the, t- the two names, and I'll float them out here and see which ones you guys like, because part of the, cause they can both do that gruff voice. I said either Bill Paxton or Josh Brolin for uh, Bill Reed. Okay. Paxton. Astronaut. Paxton. Paxton, because he's, he has the astronaut acting experience. but uh, And can ham it up. Yes, big time. exactly. Well, yeah. Uh, who else is thrown in for Paul's character? So that's, that's what I got. Including you, Mr. Paul. Well, 80% of them are Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> they all have a little bit of Bill in them. Who you got there, Andy? Well, I, I just have the whole list of, uh, of all the characters. There, there's only, there, well, read there, off some of the characters, what, and I'll come up with some. There's only one that I chose, and that was to play uh, Mr. Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, I don't think it should be Peter Dinklage. That's no? two on the nose. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, because he's really good at playing type, uh, Joseph Fiennes. <laughs> <laughs> I would love him as Mr. Game of Thrones. That'd and tell fun. him the other reason why you picked Joseph well, Fiennes. Because Joseph Fiennes was also cast as Michael Jackson yeah. in yes. the upcoming movie, so perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Is that really going through? Yes. Yeah, they're making that. What in the hell? <laughs> what in the literal hell? Any others to throw out there? Unless you want to throw, start throwing names out, Andy. Just start throwing out names, Andy. Well, Rasta Banana right off the bat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rasta Banana. <laughs> um, Andy uh, Mackey. Whom? Oh, sorry. Was it Anthony Mackey? Sorry. Yeah, Anthony <laughs> I would sure love to see uh, Damon Wayans take on the role of Rasta Banana. Uh, Damon Wayans would be good. I wish they liked that one. Who's the next mm-hmm. one? Uh, Columbastro. Columbastro, uh, I mean, if he weren't, weren't dead, Peter Falk. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, sure. Uh, but, we uh, have to uh, do oh, I, No, I think we could choose. Oh, what's his name? Um, there's a comedian that does a really good Columbo. Um, Kevin, uh, Kevin Pollock? Kevin Pollock. Pollock, Pollock. Really Pollock could do a lot of these characters. Him and Hank Azaria. Yes. Those two could mm-hmm. cover it well, all. We cast Hank the whole Azaria. thing. God, Azaria, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, next one. Cosmic Raymond. Oh, come on. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty obvious. Although, you could also get the guy that does the voice in uh, Venture Brothers. Yes. Right, oh, next. yeah, yeah. Twenty. I really want to see this one done. I really want to see a, a, a short video of this. I really want to see a video of, fa- of uh, Fat Albert's Hey, Hey, Why. <laughs> yep. Who do we got for Fat it's Albert? Just Fat Albert. Just fat, cast Fat <laughs> Albert? Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Unnamed Cockney comic. You gonna give me that one? He doesn't have a name, as far as I know. No, he doesn't. Okay. No, oh, but uh, I think David Tennant would be fine in that. David Tennant. Yeah. No, I was gonna <laughs> or, uh, say uh, or what's... Ricky Gervais. <laughs> okay, yeah, Ricky that's Gervais. pretty damn good. Ricky. Gervais is yeah. good. Right. Or uh, you could even go. Uh, oh shit! Uh, the transporter. Uh, fucking. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. <laughs> You're going to give me that one. That'd be an interesting He cast. has You're done some comedy and was uh, surprisingly good with it. There you go. Okay. Tiffany Lemon Squares. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tiffany Lemon Squares. Um, I would love to see... Uh, uh, Tyler Perry. No, what's her name? <laughs> what's her name? Oh, shit. Uh, she's so good from SNL. She's not there anymore. Kristen Wiig. Yes. Wow. That, Kristen Wiig yeah. would be a great <laughs> Tiffany Lemon Squares. Yeah. Every now and again, Andy, wow. you just I'm throw the dart and it hits yeah. the dartboard. Uh, Mumra. 
I think you should play Bumra on that one, Paul. I'll do Mumra yeah, 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 in yeah. heavy makeup. We'll put the I, makeup on, yeah. I would love to get that gig if they ever recast the mm-hmm. voices and stuff. I need to put this put a voice reel Demo. together. Yeah. yeah. Another unnamed character, the old Hollywood producer that you do. Oh, yeah. Old Hollywood <sighs> producer. Uh, that would be... Um, Stanley, come on. Yeah, really? No, no, no. <laughs> it is a little bit, but it could be um, uh, Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Is there he, you go. Isn't he yeah. dead, too? Doesn't no. matter. We're doing His fantasy casting, passed. Andy. Okay. He's alive. Oh, he's alive. Okay. Moves with Anne Mirror that died. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I'm loath to mention his name, but uh, <clears throat> Robot in Jail. Oh! <laughs> it has been a while since we conjured yeah. up that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> do a good job of Robot in Jail. I would like to see... Uh, uh, Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Okay, there you go. Sure. Yeah. robot in jail. Yes, please. Jermaine Clement. That, that uh, mm-hmm, he's got that monotone. He could that knock might, it out might, the might be my favorite casting yet. Yeah. I don't even recall the shtick behind this, but I have their name written down. The dwarf that eats and poops. <laughs> <laughs> that one's Peter Dinklage. Everyone's there you go. <laughs> I'm the dwarf that eats and poops. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This is before like everybody's that, time. Tickle, tickle with a feather. Tickle with a feather, and, and the tree comes out. The tree comes out. <laughs> yeah. Is it all the same? That's all the same connected thing. Yeah, we only did it on one show. <laughs> <laughs> tickle with a feather, and the tree comes out. I'm mm. the dwarf. That, what's he doing? He eats he's he's poops. poops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another one shot here. Possum cock. Oh, possum cock. This is this Jeez. is like Paul going down I'm, memory lane. I am. I'm just like, oh, good old oh, possum. I want. Oh. I want to see the. This is like the memoriam uh, part of the Oscars. Oh, remember possum cock? Remember how great that was for a minute? Possum cock. Oh boy, boy. If this doesn't inspire you to go into the back yeah, catalog, yeah. I don't know what does. Yeah, really. <laughs> and, and another one that went by really quickly that we'd like to see again. We were talking about this at dinner. Sizzleine. Fairly recent, The, the extortionist one. Yeah. stripper. I barely remember Sizzleine. I'm going to twist your dick off. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Yeah. Extortionist stripper. Well, you know, you you were half asleep for some of the shows, so maybe you were in... Uh... I mean, I remember it, but I don't. No. Uh, Robo Steelskin. Yeah, Robo Steelskin. Put your foot in the booter. Yeah. The Jockster. Oh, the Jockster. The Jockster. The Jockster. 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 I remember the Jockster. Oh, God, yeah. Made many appearances, that one. Hey, put some ice on it. You'll be fine. You with dirt on it. You with the AIDS. Walk it off. Yep. (laughs) I'm a Jockster. Necropsy. Necropsy. He's been immortalized. He was innocent. Uh, Yeah, Thomas Head. Tom Head. Head Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you haven't seen Tom Head's uh, Necropsy video. God, who would play a good Necropsy? Look for that. Good Necropsy. Who could nail the voice? I don't know. Uh, mm. Idris Elba. We got a week. <laughs> he is he can do everything. There you go. He can do anything. I've been, I've been skipping over. I've He'd been be skipping real over deep. the. Be like, uh, he was innocent. <laughs> yeah. I've been skipping over the straight impressions and the ones that I've already mentioned. Yes, so do that. Gives us to uh, last one I have on the list: Mothra's agent, which I think we talked about last week. Is um, what do we say? Who? who oh, that's uh, the guy that's f- friends with uh, friends with Adam Sandler yeah. and plays a racist character in every movie that Adam oh, Sandler's in. You're gonna have. Uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, that's Rob Schneider. So there you go, Croak. Uh, a full list of the cast. Now make the TV show happen. It's in your hands. And there if you, you anybody <laughs> anybody was listening to the back catalog and can think of ones I've missed, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, really. I yeah. think Andy's covered it, but hey, you never know. I'm that's sure a there are a few more one-offs that we've forgotten about. 
right. And I didn't generally mention the one run off one offs because they were one offs for, for a reason, but so, <laughs> but because uh, because it, it was just he was just filling in a bit. Andy, folks, there you go, Andy. No, no, he was just filling in a bit. It didn't. Well, the character wasn't developed, but Sizzling had some character developed to it, and and Possum Cock. I don't know, Possum Cock just. Andy just likes saying possum cock. Possum cock's fun to say. I want to see Paul dressed up as Stan Lee acting opposite the real Stan Lee. I think that would be fun. There is a guy that does a dead-on Stan Lee that runs around the the, uh, San Diego shooting video with people. Uh And I've seen video of him with Stan Lee. Nice. All right, gentlemen. Let's knock out some news. News! You don't give a shit about... Oh. Hmm, that's right. James Mangold has yes. signed on to direct Captain Nemo for Disney, which is described as a, quote, origin story based on the Jules Verne <laughs> 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. The latest script is written by Sebastian Gutierrez, who's behind Hotel Noir and The Eye, and Mangold is set for the project after he wraps up the next Wolverine sequel. The franchise was one of Disney's first live-action hits back in 54, the original film scoring three Oscars. This is not the same film as Brian Singer's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea film at Fox that we talked about a few weeks ago. Oh, okay, good. So there you go. You got two more things fighting that are the same. Except one's an origin story and the other one is somewhere in the middle. I don't know. So it's Lombada again. Yes, it's Lombada again. News you don't give a shit about? About six months ago, Warner Brothers announced it was working on a new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, the first one was so memorable. Anyways. Wow, it actually kind of was, but for the wrong reasons. In an interview with a Collider, producer Roy Lee, this is the same guy behind that original one, uh, said the new Dungeons and Dragons movie uh, will take their inspiration from Guardians of the Galaxy and Lord of the Rings. Quote. This new Dungeons and Dragons will be a Guardians of the Galaxy tone movie in a Tolkien-like universe because when you think of all the Hobbit movies and Lord of the Rings, they have an earnestness to them. And to see something fun in a Raiders romp inside the world, I feel something the audience has not seen before. Unquote. Bullshit. That's what that first movie was. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Trying to be a comedy romp in a serious fantasy world. Didn't they just make one of those movies too with that redneck comedian? Uh Shit, what's his name? The guy that was in Land of the Lost. I'm double lost. I know. Um, no, you're talking about from, uh, Your Highness. Nah, your Highness, that's it. That's not yeah. a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, I didn't um, see it. awful. <laughs> this is where they don't, they don't know what's going on. Like, they don't understand Dungeons and Dragons is what inspired all that other stuff. Yeah. I don't know about all that other stuff. Oh, but come on, though. It had. I mean, actually, I mean, you're talking like Tolkien and stuff. No. That's, uh, Tolkien inspired D&D. Yeah, Tolkien well, yeah. inspired D&D. But, he in, but everything after that has a touch of D&D. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll definitely give you. In well, fact, uh, there's actually, it's funny, there's a lot of fantasy authors now who are like saying when people talk about fantasy canon and what inspires and influences people there needs to be more discussion of gaming because gaming had a big influence on a lot of the current authors in fantasy and science fiction. A lot Absolutely. of them. And it's yeah. getting stronger all the time. Yeah, right. yeah. Everybody's the visuals got, being so improved. Everybody, everybody's got, even even women authors are you know mentioning that they played D&D 
as well as other games mm-hmm. in the past. Well, even the magicians, uh, a scene that I just read, were some of the characters creating new spells but modeling them after the spell books from D&D. Oh, D&D. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and being really cool with it. Yeah, you, you, yeah. It's sort of, it, it's sort of like, ah, Christ, what is it? When people, well, like superhero movies, you know? When they, if you make a superhero TV show or movie with a wink and a nod, like we, the troubles we had way back in the 70s and stuff, you're going to get into trouble. If you approach it seriously and take it seriously. Like The Punisher. The first one with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Oh, God, that one. <laughs> He-Man. Wow. They take that seriously? But they, took it, but they took it seriously, but it's still really bad. Barf. <laughs> Our farts. Well, you also have to have your budget and execute. That and the this Dungeons and they, and they and weren't Dragons. very. They got the idea, but that wasn't the punishment. This Dungeons and Dragons movie will have that. So, because that's part of the whole deal for Hasbro. And is it what is it Warner Brothers uh, to cut Sweepy Entertainment out of it? They're like they're really involved in this first movie, and then they're hoping yeah, to make more Brothers. movies. That uh, that they'll be able to do their own franchise thing with. Yeah, and they definitely want to make multiple movies. A uh, few things that are specific though uh, is going to be set in Forgotten Realms, so that's going to happen. And the premise is going to be, uh, it's going to take place in the realm instead of rather than having people from our world transported there. So at least there's not that cartoon aspect. Mm. And the Yawning Portal apparently will feature prominently. And for deep D and D people, if I remember right, the Yawning Portal is isn't that the is uh, that where is that where you go to Undermountain? Yeah, uh, hmm. Undermountain. So interesting. Uh, so okay. two keys of this film are forgotten and yawning. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we should Way make that go, movie. Dumb shits. Geek <laughs> Shock makes the forgotten yawning. <laughs> Did you guys ever read a comic called Empire Lanes? I don't think I heard about it. Is that a uh, uh, bowling comic book? <laughs> it actually, th- that's where the name comes from. It's, I um, figured. It's um, what else would be Empire es- Lanes? It's essentially a D and D party that that gets transported to Earth. Yeah, oh, a, and they, fun, and they a, end up in a bowling alley. Yeah, that's when they're setting camp on a bowling alley. They set up yeah. in a bowling alley and they yeah. make that their home. Yeah. Sounds like Paul's already uh, written it, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, the thunderous clatter of pins is like the storms of Odin." Yeah, no. But, yeah. <laughs> no, they're not confused by everything. No, they're just trying. Whoa, to, they're trying. What, they're, what is this machine acting of like popcorn D- making? They're acting like a D and D party. They're trying to adapt and, and manipulate things the best they can. Okay. And it's then, a like, book. The officers. Come. It's a comic, graphic novel. Yeah. Larpers, get out of the movie alley. <laughs> What's it called again? Never mind. Are you okay there? Empire Andy? Lanes. Yeah. It's back. Oh man, it's 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 back from yeah when I was in stroke. high school. I I I have vague memories of this yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, cute. It sounds fun. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Very, I remember liking it a lot, but I haven't read it in years. Was there a sequel, Vampire Lanes, where it's all vampires that come in? We should work on that one. <laughs> there you go. Vampire Lanes, Blah. cosmic bowling every night because otherwise we'll die. <laughs> oh man, I ran across a Jonathan Colton song I hadn't heard. I can live in the bowling alley <laughs> because the light cannot get in. I can live in the bowling alley. Blah blah. Welcome everyone. Come and join our bowling league, our bowling league of blood, blood, 
When you get the ball from the ball return, you will notice blood on the ball. That's because inside of the bowling alley is where I keep all of my blood. <laughs> Deep inside of the bowling lanes, lots and lots of blood. If you want to sleep in a layer of blood, come to my bowling lane. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, watch out for the blood turd. I, I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't work that in there. I can't tell if it's kind of a rapper's delight kind of thing, like very early rap, or if we're going into that Yugoslavian heavy metal. No, <laughs> no. I, thought, I thought he was going for Hamilton. The rapper's delight one is later when uh, he talks about the difficulties of keep the upkeep with the, with the oh. place. So I have to make sure I rent these shoes to everyone who comes because people wear shoes that I shouldn't use on the court because they're dumb. But I make sure that I get spray and disinfect those kicks because if I don't, they're going to smell real bad like a bunch of dirty dicks. I say I'm a vampire running the lanes. I run it all day long. I stay in the dark with the cosmic bowling as I sing my song. Now everybody say bow, tail, mole, tail, bowl them all in pins. Say what? Knock those motherfuckers <laughs> down and we'll put them up again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Start writing. I didn't even know to call this one. <laughs> Vampire, Vampire Bowler. Vampire Bowler. <laughs> Vampire Bowler's Delight. Yeah. Count, no, 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 no. Count Kingpin. There you Count, go. Kingpin. Count Kingpin. Oh, fuck yeah. Nicely Count done. Yes. Matt decides to contribute. Yeah. Okay, Matt, you Shut can up. go now. You know what? Now we do care what you say. <laughs> now what you like, hear right is there. not a test I'm renting you some shoes <laughs> News you don't give a shit about Don't walk on my court with those Only mine you can use <laughs> That's good That's uh, yeah, good. pretty good and, uh, uh, Go ahead one. and pick your ball But be careful with the weight You want to get the 6, you want to get the 5 But I suggest the 8 <laughs> <laughs> Because it's got enough heft, it's got enough roll, it's strong as you need. Uh, but my brother, if you go for a 10, you're going to throw out your fucking knees. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Vampire Bowling Alley. It writes itself. I have to say shout out to Sirius Radio oh. because I've been listening to Backspin. As opposed to Funny Radio. Wait <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that one. You <laughs> 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 made him laugh like Eddie Murphy. This is said fun of radio, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. But they, uh, they, you know, backspin all the classic hip hop tunes. Oh. And they play Rapper's Delight once a day. Of course. And so I've been listening to it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I've really got that in my head now. It's really great. Also, if you haven't yet. Watch the video of the Swedish chef doing Rapper's Delight. If yeah, you haven't seen, I've seen it <laughs> from this new season of The Muppets, it's so good. Now you don't have to watch it. What you hear in the teeth, I'm ripping to the beat. It's so, so good. Point the butter. Yeah. The pooper in you. Do you guys remember the game show on Nickelodeon, Legends of the Hidden Temple? Do I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is uh, this is where the kids run through and they have different temple rooms, the different traps that they're looking for. Aztec dude that goes, "Hey, my mouth is made of styrofoam." Right. And every time you watch Olmec move his mouth, all you can think is, "Hmm, want to get in there?" Okay, I saw this. Uh, mom, 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 mom. 
That's saw, that's I, weird. That's the the one Nickelodeon game show I don't remember. I remember like fucking fun. Double Dare. I, I remember uh, it, it came after, it came after much, that. But I remember the Fun House, the one with the the freaking like levels that and the crazy. Uh, fun House wasn't with JD Dingle Nuts. Yeah, that was not. That wasn't Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon? No. Okay, but I watched the fuckload of Fun House. That was a crazy show. I always wanted to go through that, just like it, the, it the, this house. crazy switched-up room, and then that that one season where they quote unquote changed it all up, and all it was was just like a repaint of all of the rooms. Mm. They were all exactly the same. But it kind of had the same feel <clears throat> as this. Yeah. So I saw this image, and it looked like the uh, dice game. Is, it, is that the same? No, oh, com- looks, that's completely. It nice. looks very similar. Uh, Nickelodeon is bringing back Legends of the Hidden Temple. The classic game show aired from 93 to 95, except they're making it a movie. Huh? Quoting from their description, in Hidden Temple, three siblings must conquer a series of obstacles to remain alive, mirroring mirroring the theme of the original game show. The TV movie, slated to appear in the fourth quarter of 2016, will nod to other elements of the original show, including Olmec, a talking head who knows the secret behind the temple, the steps of knowledge, the entrance to the temple, and launching pad for the mission, and cameos from a green monkey, red jaguar, and silver snakes, among others. Fuck you. Fuck this garbage. Mm. Stupid shit. Make Um, a game show into a TV show, or a movie. Yes! Hmm. Where have we heard that before? Here's how it works, Hollywood. Here, fuck you. Here it is. For fucking free. You want it to work? It's not kids. It's adults who were on that fucking show as kids. Holy shit. They're in their fucking 40s. Yes, because that's who cares about this. Right, and they can't hardly fucking move right anymore. And they (laughs) have to do all this bullshit, and they're going to get really hurt and really hurt. Oh, God, I love this. Right? You get really fucking hurt. The question puzzles are no problem. <laughs> they're like, they just, they got, they, they're like, yeah, yeah, come on, come on. It's 10. Come on. But I want to give you the, ri-. the answer's 10. So you but get all, the riddle. So they win lots of they, tries to do horrible they things. Get all the, they get all the questions. They just blow through all that shit. I mean, even if you want to make it like they got trapped into the fantasy version of the game, fine. But, you Jumanji know. it up. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's like uh, up-aged, uh, up-aged Jumanji. Mm. Up-aged uh, Goonies. Goonies today, which is exactly what that sounded like to me. We described it was Goonies. Well, which... that's what it is. It, if you've never seen the show, mm. they're running around a set that looks kind of like a, a fucked up Mayan temple. Yeah, each room they're looking for something hidden usually. And those those characters though were the names of the teams: the okay. Silver Snakes and, right. the, and the Blue Monkeys. And... Yeah, stupid shit, yeah. garbage. But that means you know the idea of turning game shows into movies. We got. So, uh, so I much. Can't, I can't wait for the Wheel of Fortune. Tic Tac Doe. No, no. They thought they knew all the answers, oh, but what they needed to know were the questions. Now they're on Jeopardy. Card sharks. Card sharks. Joker's wild. Big winner. I was gonna say yeah, Joker's <laughs> wild. <laughs> big, big, big money. Big money. No whammies. Big money. Stop. That actually, that fucking guy who figured that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should be a movie. Yes. Do you know that story? Tell me yeah. the story. Uh-huh. So this guy sitting at home, he he was always into like figuring out a wheelie dealy kind of thing. He started watching Press Your Luck and he figured out the algorithm because it was just a simple program back in the day. He knew where those lights were going to land. He oh, knew exactly wow. when to hit the button. And you can watch this on YouTube. You can watch stuff about it. 
There he, was a set number of patterns, and he could figure out that. He, he knew out. exactly which pattern. He just had to wait a little bit longer, and he took mm. his sweet time with it. And he made so much fucking money. But he was crazy. Yep. And he kept the money in trash bags mm-hmm. in his house and got robbed and went insane. What? Dude, it's a story. Oh. It's, it I believe sounds that's the like, movie. That yeah. sounds like a, the kind of person who would be able to figure right. out those algorithms. Exactly. It was a great episode it's like of a beautiful it's a, mind. This American it's Life. This American Life. There's an episode yeah. of This American Life all about it, and it's fascinating. And you, have, you can have the... Um the network side of them running to the what the hell's happening an algorithm like the, yeah the they lost side. their shit but he yeah. wasn't breaking any rules he was just he broke their fucking game right it was pretty cool wow and the executives were sitting there just waiting to like has he broken any rules shit has he <laughs> board meeting about it yeah <laughs> make it look like an accident 007 blacklist yeah. <laughs> weekend geek yay. yay and that was much rejoicing well the first two I don't know the first one could go great though so, odd little thing happening. Ridley Scott and Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> are joining forces for a pilot on Amazon Prime for a show titled Jean-Claude Van Johnson. What? Jean-Claude Van Damme will be playing a variation of himself. Here's the, here's the synopsis. Jean-Claude Van Damme comes out of retirement to put on, once again, the mantle of his alter ego, Undercover private contractor Jean-Claude Johnson. Johnson's cover as the lead role in a reimagined action film version of Huckleberry Finn lands him right back in the midst of the danger he secretly always craves, but most importantly, back in the orbit of Vanessa, his fellow operative, and the woman he loves. The show uses the premise that Van Damme's movie titles, like uh, Double Team and Street Fighter, were really just covers for his missions and that Van Johnson is his real identity, and it's all taking place in a world where other actors are really un- undercover agents. Uh, longtime Keel and Peel, uh, Key and Peel collaborator Peter Atencio will direct, and production will begin in May. So you started that, and I was like, God, this is dumb. And the more you went on, I'm like, that could, yeah. that could happen. That, yeah. could, that could be fun. If it's done well, yes. Before someone drops that bomb. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, what an odd little premise. Yeah. It could yeah. Although, you know, Last Action Hero didn't do it well. It had the same sort of self... Uh, I th- honestly, I, was, I you know... I thought it was okay. I think Last Action Hero is poorly credited for what it is. It's, it's, the it's a fun little movie. Yeah. But because of the way they marketed it, it lost so much of its audience because they went in expecting another whiz-bang action film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, and what they got was, you know, a parody of action films. Sort and of. as a parody of action films, it works really well. Yeah, it's sort Because of. it calls out all the, the stereotypes. Sort of like what we were talking about with the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Like my last back, action hero? Yeah. Back yep. then. No. Back then. They, they tried. That failed. Back then, Arnold giving a bit of a wink to the audience, I don't think, played so well. I think, actually... It would do better now, even even as a as a rewatch. Oh, I don't know, man. That one with they did, it didn't know what it wanted to be. No, I honestly the film knows exactly what it is because yeah, of the marketing not, but campaign. But they don't play it right. I I just watched it recently again, and I I'm not. And I'm curious. I kind of want to watch it again myself now that we said it. No, all. I I remember that too, and it's it. I say you should. To me, it had that same problem as like uh, uh, Pan. 
the Peter Pan. The new Pan? No, the old Peter Pan. The movie. Hook. Hook. Sorry, yeah, okay. fucking Hook. You're, you're, we're we're, in, we're, in, we're in an ice cream social conversation now. It could have been great, but it just went to shit. Yeah. Yeah. There was a long discussion on this on ice cream social that that. Yeah, haven't heard that one yet. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm saying that's why. That's why. He, Tune he's, in there. He's looking at you for an answer that you're not giving him because you haven't heard the, seen the episode. Right. Yeah. Mm. I always listen to Ice Cream Social when I'm playing Scoopscraft. Yeah. So, I actually cool. uh, went to listen to Ice Cream Social today, and it wasn't up. Well, it's I not blame usually you. up on Tuesday, but it actually we actually put up a bonus episode or a early episode this week. No. Ah, okay. It usually goes up Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. On, a, on a small tangent regarding the Scoops Scoop server, it's actually kind of splitting. In a way, mm-hmm. the north sector is where the scoop builds are happening. The southern sector are where the geeky builds are happening. All right. <laughs> uh, geek shock or geeky? Uh, geeky. Okay. Uh, Ace Munns has this huge area that he's built up. Mm-hmm. He has completely created Freddy Fazbear's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he created the gigantic bunny. He's He made a Isaac from Binding of Isaac. That video yes. game and in full one-to-one pixel in the sky. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> Uh, close to the Sinistar. So the Southern Lands are, are where the video game homage is happening. That's crazy. Contrary to the United States, you don't really get a lot of geeky stuff in the South. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pockets. Hard Hard pockets. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where we all came from. I came from a hard little geek pocket. <laughs> That's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah Indi- was, Indiana wasn't exactly rife with geek demand. I was up. one of the few but, in my schools growing up. Right, but but still. But now like, I think it's everywhere. But there's hard yeah. pockets, though. I mean, like, Indiana was the place of BotCon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Later Before, on. Well, but you, you still even sure. early for nerds. You, you got to have something there for the con to go there. And, of course, Gen Con was always in Indianapolis. Yep. So. Well, mm-hmm. no, it was originally in Wisconsin. Was Which reminds me, I've got to look it up uh, to give a shout-out. But uh, a friend I went to high school with. Uh, that I still keep in touch yeah, with. No fucking high school friends. <laughs> you know what's funny? I have a list of about God, you're five right, Paul, high bitch. school friends. P- five people I still keep in contact with from oh, high school. Okay, Is it, now it's <laughs> but, now it's now it's become uh, what's a cabal. His name? No, from, from uh, oh, what yeah. movie was that one? Happy Gilmore. And it's Happy Gilmore, I think. God damn, with uh, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> the list yes 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 i have the list no uh so fucking good i have to look up all the info but uh he organized last year a transformers con in wichita kansas even though he doesn't live there anymore uh he got it all organized and they're having the second annual one this year (laughs) and got like a lot of the voice actors to show up and animators etc so it was uh It was really cool. So uh, Real I'll quick. have to look that all of that information up and then give a shout out. Yeah. Uh, Real quick Transformer shout out. Uh, Thews Reviews, T-H-E-W. Uh, look up Thews Reviews on YouTube. You guy's fucking hilarious. Thews <laughs> Review. Yeah. He's uh, this guy named Matthew. I can't remember his last name, but uh, he just uh, he reviews Transformer toys. In an incredibly entertaining way. Okay. It's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that niche shit. Yeah, he, he that's that's the whole thing. He's got like he's got Peter Cullen doing VO stuff for his intros and outros. Wow. And it's like uh use reviews, limited appeal, keeping it real. <laughs> it's just really fucking funny. As he knows his audience is tiny, but man passionate. He, and he yeah, he's very passionate and he's just he's a he's a hoot and he did this bit. A couple weeks ago, uh, 
10 shots and 10 bots. So he did 10 shots of liquor while he was going through his review of 10 different Transformer oh. toys, and he gets progressively more blotto. Sure. It's pretty good. As you would. Yeah, yeah, 10. Ain't no joke. God damn. So, yeah. Legendary Pictures is moving ahead with Pacific Rim 2. Uh, Tapping Spartacus creator and Marvel's Daredevil showrunner, Stephen S. DeKnight, to direct the sequel. Pacific Rim 2 will be DeKnight's featured directorial debut. John Spates, whose credits include Prometheus, is writing Pacific Rim 2. I can see the, uh, the, the great schism in Paul here. He's like, I, I want to like parts of this, and I hate everything else about it. Yeah. It's hurting him. Wait. Now, wh- what? What? What, what did what? he direct? You Who's broke direct? him. <laughs> you broke Paul. What did he direct? Uh, he it was a showrunner for Daredevil. All right, and he created Spartacus. He created Spartacus with Sam Raimi. Was Raimi involved with Spartacus? Was Raimi involved with Spartacus? I don't yes. even know anymore. Yes, that's why that thing was so good. Lucy Lawless is in it, so I say he's probably right. I know I'm right. <laughs> you butt. So yeah, I guess he did it with Sam Raimi. Man, I really like Spartacus too. Shit. Wow, he is conflicted. <laughs> did you guys watch Spartacus? I uh, still have What the fuck is going on? Don't have stars. It's on Netflix Buy it on now, DVD. Though. Yeah, it's on Netflix, too. I don't have Netflix, too. Just one. Yo, my, oh, my asshole. My asshole. <laughs> you joke. Just now you've done it. <laughs> yeah. Now you put it out in the fucking ether. God damn it. Yep. I'm so sorry, world. What Netflix do you have? More Netflix you killed Dave Pagoda. You... <laughs> side, side. Uh, everywhere a sign side comment yeah, actually Andy mentioned Abe Vigoda you mentioned you just put it out there killed it Bill Maher revealed on his show this last Friday a couple weeks ago when he did his show he had made a comment about the Supreme Court business legislation and everything and he's like and I'm just I'm getting really and it was something along the lines of it's just really tiring that we have, you know, we have to worry about all of this blah, 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 having to go through, you know, Antonin Scalia. And he was talking about conservative court and judges. And apparently that hour when he was taping uh, his show was the hour that Antonin Scalia died. (laughs) And it was funny because he's big time atheist, so he didn't impart any significance to it, but he did comment that that was actually rather creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had nothing to do with George Kennedy either. I said nothing about George Kennedy last week. Yeah, we appreciate it. God, I love the airport movies. Stephen and King. And don't forget the Naked Gun movies too. Stephen King has confirmed that Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey are on board Sony's big screen adaptation of King's The Dark Tower book saga. The author revealed the news via his Twitter account. The film will enter production in about seven weeks and will film in South Africa. While Elba will play Roland Deschain, a.k.a. the gunslinger, McConaughey will play his demonic arch nemesis, Walter O'Dim, the man in black. Uh, Both actors will be joined by Mad Max actress Abby Key. King says the film will start around the middle of the eight-book series, keeping mum as to which books the movie will be focusing on. Danish director Nikolaj Arcel, who also wrote the screenplay, teased, a lot of it takes place in our day in the modern world, unquote. The Dark Tower is set to open in movie theaters January 13th, 2017. And that's some solid goddamn news on 
that front for the mm, first time in a okay. long time. Yeah. Are you happy about that? Yes. I don't know I, enough about Dark Tower. That casting works for me yeah, right. a lot. It's on my uh, my short list of books I need to get around to reading. Yeah. Well, you know what? I haven't finished them. You got a couple of books. Yeah. Yeah. But of All course, starting in the middle. Short, so you can reach them. <laughs> what? I get it because I'm short. Right. Ah. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Good one. Good. That's pretty bad. But anyways. I'm glad it didn't go over his head because most shit oh. does. Oh. Uh, oh. He's short. Ah. Hey. Andy's fucking short. <laughs> Got Don Rickles over here. My people, <laughs> as I've said many you times, my people are built low to the ground to dig potatoes. Yeah, they make great, delicious chocolate for Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Do, me, do me a favor, Andy. Sit like sit properly in the chair for a second. Just oh lean back. Sit properly. Sit properly, sit properly in the chair. Your feet them. don't touch the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have very stumpy legs. Our bodies are normal size. Our, 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 uh, our waist up, uh, we're, we're average. Uh, I, was just, I was just amused that you told him to sit properly in the chair. <laughs> the added bonus. <laughs> it's too much. No, Andy, you're lucky. You're going to survive when the metal-handed uh, machines come out slicing everybody's no, heads no. off. None of my people have killed themselves banging their head against door sills. Right. Mm-hmm. I have banged plenty of door sills. Mm-hmm. Wow. You've banged a lot of door what sills? What was her name? Yep. She, didn't <laughs> she didn't complain. <laughs> Sally Sill. I, I stuck to the cow sills myself, but... <laughs> Houses. <laughs> <laughs> the family, the Partridge family is based on. Yes. Oh, it's obscure. Never mind. Wow. <laughs> Are they the cow sills? Yes. The cow sills. Yes. Were the family that the Partridge family was based on. Yes. yes. So in a roundabout way, you're saying you wanted to fuck some Partridge family. Yes. People. Wow. <laughs> in fact, I admire I, that. I, I won't have to go roundabout. There was that was you know. Yeah. I admire it. Susan Day. Woohoo. Right. Oh, Susan Day. That's the one you yeah. want. Okay. Oh, you thought he was going for uh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Bonaducci. Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> Actually. Danny Bonaducci. Actually, now that I think of it, Shirley Jones. Right. Fuck yeah, Shirley Jones. <laughs> Gee, her, her autobiography is like full of kinky shit. I bet. Yeah. And what's that guy's name that was driving the bus? Reuben Kincaid. Reuben Kincaid. Mm, I think uh, Miss Jones, Danny Bonaducci, made a little Reuben Kincaid sandwich, if you know what I mean. What? <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Jones. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Andy, when you get a chance, sandwich. Google uh, Susan Day First Love. Okay. I don't want to. It's uh, is her is it her nude? Is it her from a yeah. movie? Okay, huh? yep. I ah. think I've seen those pictures. With yeah. the <laughs> now, you, you have to deal with the other half of it, which is William Cat, the greatest American hero. Oh, I'm by now. There you yeah. go. Okay, Whoa. now you two can watch it together. Oh, I can't wait. All right, can you? <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy oh boy. Finn Jones, another Jones who plays Sir Loras Tyrell on Game of Thrones, will take the role of the martial arts master Iron Fist in the upcoming Netflix series. Iron Fist is set to be the fourth Marvel and Netflix collaboration. Fuck me. What's going on? How would you like to be Playmate of the Month? Mom. Thank you? Um, um, actually, we got to stop this now because now we're getting into... Out. Out. What? It wasn't long enough. <laughs> You're telling me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the fourth Marvel and Netflix collaboration following Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and the forthcoming Luke Cage. 
Uh, Scott Buck from Dexter has been tapped as showrunner. Marvel plans eventually to unite all of its heroes in the series euthanize called Defenders. All their <laughs> Marvel's going to euthanize yes. all their heroes. <laughs> The humane thing to do. Uh, in the comics, Iron Fist is Daniel Rand, who at age nine travels with his family from New York to a lost mystical city called Kunlun. After some tragic twists of fate, Rand is adopted by the city's ruler and taught advanced martial arts and the mystical power of the Iron Fist. Rand returns to his native New York and begins the career as a superhero. Uh, Jones is set to appear in season six of Thrones, while Marvel's next premiere is the return of Daredevil this March 18th. So I'm very I'm, I'm looking forward to the Iron Fist one. I loved Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what really grabbed you about Iron Fist? Uh, you know, it was like a very solid martial arts superhero. It was one of the first big ones in the comics, and I loved. Even though the writing was often terrible, I loved Power Man Iron Fist. I loved the Heroes for Hire mm-hmm. thing where they got together. Even though I knew I was well, reading, I was going, "This is really badly written," but I like the concept. I wish I could do it better, but I'll keep reading it. You know, I, but and now now it's in the hands of these people doing the Daredevil movie and then then Jessica Jones. So I just know it's gonna be nice. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the the characters I liked, well written. You know, I I never read a Iron Fist, Power Man comic, but I became very familiar with them because they were one of the main included characters in TSR's. Marvel role-playing game that released that would in the make sense late sure. 80s yes and so I learned all about them through that mm-hmm. yeah there's a really funny the text from superheroes thing the have you seen the text from superheroes I think I have yeah there, there's one with with Deadpool talking to Iron Fist about the tattoo on his chest and it's mm-hmm. hilarious <laughs> we need to make a cartoon called Deer Devil the fawn about deer do who we, is a uh, deer a blind deer that um, runs through the forest <laughs> and has to fight some German guy. That was called Bambi. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> some, some, some fellow named Klaus. Yeah. Like, yeah I know to... you're here, dear devil. <laughs> I know you claim to have no fear. <laughs> but Kirsten's already rolling his eyes. But I have one thing you may be afraid of. A gun. I have a gun for shooting and hunting. Is it played by Christopher Waltz? Yeah. The German? Yeah, it's me, Christopher Waltz. We're, we're casting them in immediately my, now. In my Christoph. Oscar-worthy performance against the Dear Devil. If I find you, Dear Devil, I will kill you. <laughs> and then he's like, no. And he jumps down out of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> From the, the genius who brought you the rewrite of Hidden Temple, <coughs> Dear Devil. Dear Devil, he, Dear Devil jumps out of a tree. He's like, no. I'm not writing Dear Devil he down. He stomps on Klaus. <laughs> he stomps on his head. And he's all, take that, Klaus. I'm the Dear Devil, the fawn about deer. Klaus, the fish from American Dad? Nope. Don't, don't even. <laughs> no, it's just a German guy named Klaus. He just comes over and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hunt the deer devil. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? You know, the deer devil, the fawn without deer. It's Craven the Hunter. The fawn about deer. <laughs> this is like yeah, surrealist Craven. humor. There's no joke here. He's like, <laughs> it's just you. I'm still waiting for him to go babbling in the fish. form of a joke. <laughs> and that's from, that's from fact checks. I know. <laughs> the German guy is just like, he's just got a mat on for deer devil. But deer devil is all like. 
Mm. He can jump in trees. That's the weird thing is how he's how he's up in trees. Brought to you by is that the weird Jean Paul Sartre? <laughs> that, that's the Wonder whole, Twin that's powers really activate weird. form that's of the, a joke. <laughs> that's the extra weird thing is that Dear Devil is always form up in trees. Of a joke. And he's like <laughs> shape oh. of a pun. He's blind. <laughs> oh, he's blind. That's the thing. Dear the, Devil's blind. The fawn without deer or whatever the hell was. You t- the, said like a three fawn about deer. The fawn about deer. Dear Devil. The fawn about deer. That's what he said that like three or four times are like oh that's where the joke's supposed to be yeah. oh uh, no that's it's not what it is. deer devil the yeah, fawn about, about deer. deer yeah no and he likes de- he likes he likes deer <laughs> he's trying <laughs> yeah, to help other deer because he's real smart they're prime in the talk chainsaw. and stuff prime in the chainsaw that's right he can talk and stuff <laughs> dude you're making vegetarian bacon stop it <laughs> <laughs> but klaus klaus in the vein of watership down klaus drives uh a real small bike. <laughs> okay. All right, we're working. He, on them, he got one of them folding bikes. Mm-hmm. You're putting so way too much thought like, and effort into this. Everybody's like, <laughs> no, he's he, trying he, to find a joke in here. Let he, him go. He Let him dig. I would he argue he's not. <laughs> he's just no. He's got one of those real small folding no, no, bikes. No, no, no. He restored a German World War II bike. There you go. <laughs> it's a folding bike. You know, a World War II you bike. You heard him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a folding bike because it was jerry rigged. Boom! Ah, you you can't improve Racist. perfection. <laughs> See what you did the there. The about deer. <laughs> I know you. I know you no. teach full commitment to the bit, but yeah. come on. At some point, you have to realize this was a I'm never effort. pulling the ripcord on <laughs> deer devil. Deer devil. I will Fawn figure out deer. from this. I, I've, I. This is my new thing. Oh great! Every episode. Wait, wait, dude, dude. If dude. the if Deer Devil the Fawn about Deer was in a vampire bowling alley, then we might have something. Well, give it a couple and, episodes. And his friend <laughs> Foggy issues. is an actual fog, <laughs> or he'd be Froggy. He'd be a frog. Oh, fine. No, no, no. Okay, no, he's a no, 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 no. Go, go with, go with your gut, Paul. No, you, no, you got it right the first time because he comes like he's like he's like Foggy. Is that you? And he sees all this fog coming in. He's I thought like, he was blind. No, but he can, you know, he can deer devil see. And he's like, Quote, he's see. like, oh, it is you, Foggy. I missed you earlier. <laughs> yeah. That was the that was the payoff. I missed for you, all of Foggy. This. I missed you. You got change coming. <laughs> missed. If that was the payoff, I want a refund. And then he says, and then he says, and then he says oh, it's almost done. Do you have to leave? And Foggy's like doesn't say anything because he's fog. And then and then and then as the sun comes up, Dear Devil says, "Oh, I do wish you'd stay." He turned into dew. That's pretty fog damn turned into dew. See, I turned it's, it around. It's that weird. It it's that oh, weird it's combination. Dew. I see what you just did there. Yeah. Into dew. It's that I collaboration between. Marvel Comics and Salvador Dali and Disney. Shecky Green. <laughs> and Camus. And Camus. Disney I Marvel presents. Deer Devil. The fawn about deer. The fawn about deer. Every time he says it, it gets dumber. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That was the one thing I was like, oh, this part doesn't work very good. So let's keep repeating but, it. Yeah, but it'll work. There's something there. The fawn about deer, but it's not about deer. <laughs> the fawn without fear. His no. ex-girlfriend is a virus, Karen Fage. So he's Dear Devil, 
the fawn without virus. Ava DuVernay has signed on to help Disney's new adaptation of A Wrinkle in Time. Which boasts a script by Jennifer Lee, Oscar-winning Frozen director and co-writer. A new Wrinkle in Time movie, Disney made a TV movie back in 2003, is an adaptation of Madeline Langell's 1963 Newbery Medal Award-winning fantasy classic novel of the same name, which centers on a young girl whose father, a government scientist, has gone missing after working on a highly mysterious project called the Tesseract involving being transported into another dimension with inhabited planets. Mm-hmm. While in search for her father, she meets some amazing creatures along the way. I know this was required Not the reading. least of which, Deer Devil. <laughs> the fawn about God deer. Damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, this was required reading for some. Yeah. Uh, anybody here had to read it for school? Nope. Nobody. No. Wow. Yeah. Good. Because then you'll all believe what I'm about to tell you. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We we might believe if your catchphrase wasn't a bunch of random words thrown together that don't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) A wrinkle in time saves nine. Paul, just get some paper, diagram the word, the the, the sentence, a font about deer. See if you can make any sense out of (laughs) that. The thing that happens is they find the California raisins. Oh, sure, boy. of course they do. Yeah. Why wouldn't like, they? Because that's the wrinkle in time. No, oh, there's yeah, the wrinkle. That's the wrinkle. That's the wrinkle. And, like, and a Sharpay. Yep. They're like, they're real, they're real, uh, they're like, oh, we heard it through the grapevine that you were trying to tra- travel through space time. Jesus. Oh, I heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> you were traveling through space time. Hey, hey, I and it's only it been three out of ten fine. shots he's aiming for. <laughs> Several different dimensions make me lose my mind. Honey, honey, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Legendary Some producer. Some raisin ain't supposed to talk. Some but say. in this dimension, raisins talk. <laughs> you came to our dimension here. You are the weird one, so just shut up. Look over trying there <laughs> in the Is tree. That's a good point. It's Deer Devil that I see. Yeah, I heard it through the grapevine. Deer Devil's the deer without. Wait. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> blew his own catchphrase. <laughs> and rhymed talk with talk. <laughs> deer Devil's the fawn about deer. I think you found the problem, Paul. <laughs> it doesn't work. Maybe the no, it yes, doesn't. problem is it, does it not doesn't work. work. Yes, you're right. Yes. <laughs> Dear Devil, for whatever reason, Dear Devil doesn't work as it is. No. no. It, <laughs> needs, it needs something. Yes. What does Dear Devil need? Maybe the to villain end. is not from Germany and is from Boston. <laughs> hey, look over the air. It's Dear Devil. That's Minnesota. <laughs> is that more Minnesota? <laughs> Sorry. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're getting of- close to Canada territory now. <laughs> well, you didn't say Actually, sorry. I'm not sorry. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jeff. You, Clearly Jeff no fucks are being to, given tonight. Jeff tried to help the bit. He did. Because yeah. Deer Devil's got, there's something there. <laughs> no. Deer Devil. Oh, you're all seeing him in your brain. What's his costume look like? I'm actually kind of seeing Bambi in my brain and it hasn't stopped. What's he got going on though? Is he blind? No. Oh, mine is blind. <laughs> And I know you told he, me because he kept drinking bleach. <laughs> Legendary producer Roger Corman. <laughs> he got a bottle of bleach, and he said, he said <laughs> "Approaching his he 90th birthday." Drink, he's like, oh my god, it's terrible! 
terrible. In his second 67th <laughs> year of the movie it. business. Yes. For like a year. For like a year. <laughs> his eyes. His eyes got worse and worse. It's producing <laughs> Death Race 2050. <laughs> It's like, oh, shit. Death this Race 2050? Yeah. Terrible things Paul Mattingly, the kamikaze wait, wait. of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't working, but I'm going to keep driving for the party. I don't know, kamikaze or a suicide bomber. <laughs> I shouldn't be drinking this bleach. But I'm gonna Trust me, this it. is the closest to improvised explosives he's ever made. <laughs> No, I've been around him when he's eating Mexican food. Dear dear devil, the fawn who drank bleach. Dude, dump the fawn. Dump the fawn. Well, what is it then? What's the move? I don't know. Dear devil, that's good. Jesus. (laughs) Drop the fawn. The buck without fear? The buck. The buck. That's it. It's a three-wagged buck. It's a buck without four. The buck who drank bleach. Dear devil. Without four. (laughs) The buck without four? The three-legged deer. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now that's the joke. There. Andy <laughs> fixed it for you. You know, it's sad. I'm trying to derail this thing, and I'm only helping it. Yes. I need to just shut up. Oh, Dear well. devil, the buck without four. It's better than what you were saying. <laughs> Which ain't saying much, what but it's better than what you were saying. What does it mean, the buck without four? It's a three-legged three legs. deer. Okay. Three legs. The buck without four. Okay. <laughs> He's blind and three-legged. I like oh, that. Oh, that, that, oh, the buck. I, <laughs> I, I get it. Now. I can work with that. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Dear devil. No. Buck without four. Who drank Stop. a bunch of bleach. <laughs> How much bleach. allergy medicine did you have today? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I should stop drinking. It. He kept drinking the bleach. He's like, oh, my leg is getting all sore from the bleach. I'm just going to shout out and keywords. I'm going blind. <laughs> okay. I no, 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 no. He went blind and then walked into a deer trap. Roger Corman sure. remaking Death Race as Death Race 2050, reboot of the 75 classic. Yeah. And it's coming out. Who's playing Frankenstein? I don't know. How about Beer Devil? Machine Gun Joe. And it's, a, it's a drunk deer. Okay, you I just... take it back. Manu Bennett is playing Frankenstein. Manu nice. Bennett. He was in The Hobbit. And you've just written Larry the Cable Guy movie. With Malcolm McDowell as the chairman. Ooh, okay, nice. So there you go, Corman fans. All right. Woo-hoo. What's the date on that? When's that getting released? Uh, Twenty fifty. It's supposed to come out later this year. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, it's well, Corman. Yeah, he's going to make it in three days. He, he probably finished. They start it shooting already. tomorrow. <laughs> <clears throat> beer, dear devil. Dear, dear devil. Manu beer, Bennett beer, was also dear on Arrow. Beer, dear devil. Yeah, he's drunk. Oh, beer, okay. dear devil. The dear buck character. without four. What character? It's getting real rednecky now. Uh, he I told was, you, it's uh, where the cable guy's venue. <laughs> you mean yeah, you seen uh, Beer Devil? Nope. You ever seen him? Beer, dear devil. <laughs> you ever go hunting? You mean Arrow? You ever go hunting yes, for deer? I said it was well, like Arrow season Daredevil. one and two. No. I got this motherfucker and the goddamn deer bullshit. The deer devil. <laughs> oh, for, okay. I was trying to hunt. What, what? I said, God dang, there comes a deer devil. Yeah, he, he don't talk, Matt. You're confusing Andy. <laughs> I like his character though, Slade. Yeah, so I'll be yes. a fan of that. What's your goddamn implosion? Write to us comments at uglycouchshow.com. Wow. Beer Devil killed the show. No. <laughs> it's the only way to stop Until him. Until we figure this End out. Show. Oh, oh, don't think this is every extrapolating week, in any way. Every week until we figure out Deer Devil. 
I would like to say, gentlemen, next week the show starts at 9.30. Uh, I won't be here. <laughs> You're helping him. I don't care. <laughs> what do you got? I was having a conversation with Jeff. With Slade, Arrow, and this guy was like, the fun bullshit fog, you. That guy also. Fondue. That guy also Fondue. was in. When God they combine, when Foggy and, and Deer Devil combine, they become fondue. So we got to go back to the fawn about deer. God, combine? No, Is that like don't. a sexual thing? How about a woodworking deer? Deer Bevel. Deer Bevel. Oh, man. He's the master of the lathe. And that's how he lost the other leg. He no, got, no. It, got it caught in a lathe. Mm. Oh, shit. The buck without four. The buck without four. Deer Bevel. The buck without four. Until next week, Mas- I am Master Torgo. Master Lathe Worker. No, Master Torgo. Nope. <laughs> Master Lathe Worker. <laughs> 80s Jeff. Commander K. <laughs> Fact check, Andy. I'm so sorry. May oh, believe Matt. And you're not sorry, Andy. I'm a little sorry. Oh, you're not. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Oh, I where forgot. We'll get to your emails. Fucking yeah. Andy. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, if your emails are about Deer Devil. Deer please Bevel. put in the headline, this is about Deer Devil. Oh, please do. Because this is important. Yes, please put that in the headline because I know exactly which ones to skip over. No, no, no. Okay, then. Bury it. Bury the Deer Devil stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is important. Bury uh, the lead. Oh, Quick, quick reminder uh, for those living in Las Vegas or in the general area. That would be about the, eight of you. The Wizard World Comic Con is coming up on March 18th, 19th, and 20th. So uh, don't forget, mark your calendar. We actually promoted something. They before. added a, a lot of uh, guests to the list in the last mm. month, so it's definitely worthwhile. Lost a few, gained a few. Hey, Amy Mill will hear about couple, that letter later. Gained a lot more. So Paul, I will be there. Dear Devil, St- advice column from hell. Oh yeah, dear Devil, dear Devil, I'm writing you because my girlfriend has decided that she is going to take me to her cousin's wedding even though i told her i don't think our relationship is far along enough that we should be doing those kinds of grown-up things she insists that she wants to take me as her date and i feel like this is going to put me in an awkward situation when i meet her family and friends because they always ask who's next to get married blah 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 any help would be advice Dear Wimp Dust, fuck her, fuck her hard. She needs it bad. Give it to her, and then and then kill somebody. There you go. Thank you, Devil. Uh, we have another dear Devil from from Lost in Larry Town. Dear Devil, he's not. Trying. My name is Larry, and it's a dumb name. Lost I don't like from it. Larry Town. My name is Larry. Dear Devil. Yeah. Dear Devil, Devil, the strip or, or Fremont Street? What do I choose? Oh, oh. <laughs> Fremont don't, Street, don't, God damn it. Don't uh, bring that up as an example of not trying. That's trying, that's trying everything. That's all the switches no, on. No, it's goddamn trying. That's all the switches on. I had some good ones today, actually. I had some good songs today. And the... the Let's remember you the ran good out of water times. in the shower. Let's remember the, the good, good times time. when we had the vampire running in the bowling alley. Yes, let's remember the good times like that. Let's remember that. Let's do that. Let's let Dear Devil way back ninety minutes ago go. <laughs> we we got to figure it out though. Or you can just let him slide to the ether. Dear Devil, the 
fun? No. All, is- all this energy can be spent on developing Sizzling. It, it kills me. He's had better one-off characters, but he's obsessed about this one that he can't make work. That's is it like the failures are, are more are more important to you than the successes? This is his Moby Dick. This is White exactly. Whale. This is one the one that will kill him. Dear dear devil he tasks me. He <laughs> tasks me. It's a short bus whale. <laughs> All right, maybe that's And he piled it. upon the deer's white tail. It. The sum of rage. <laughs> <laughs> That was good, Jeff. Yeah. Nice. See, Way we're figuring it out. We're figuring no, it out. No, I'm taking it a different direction. <laughs> <laughs>